starting this podcast was a mistake. I'm mm. not. I'm not denying it. Girl, the one scene was calling it. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, brutally morbid podcast of Satan. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Uh, my name is Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina, and I am Jim Davis. Jeremy, today is Monday, the 11th of August, 1980, and we are looking at the 785th ever Garfield, in which Garfield tells us a speciesist joke. Um, you know, since John's not here, one thing I disagree with John, John and I don't see eye to eye about this. He feels that before we describe the Garfield, we should offer a brief synopsis of it. Which makes no sense to me. Um, uh, so we we could just dispense. He's written up synopses for us to read all week, even though he couldn't be. He's at like a video game convention or something in Portland. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I think it's about, it's a convention on vintage video games. And he like volunteers there every year. Oh, I've heard this, of that. Yeah. This he's is probably, the one he's week. probably hanging out with Jeremy Parrish. It's very possible. This is the one week of the year that John Kent podcast. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, yeah. I you know, it's it's up to you. If you want to skip those those synopses, that's fine with me. Um, we'll see I, how we go. I'm vaguely remembering at this point we're going to kind of go panel by panel. Is that right? That's basically the st- yeah yeah. I've I have already derailed us by discussing whether or not to skip a thing that I have already read. So I mean, um, do you want to start with the first panel? I think that's and then thank I'll, you. That'll bring me up to speed. Thank I you think. for keeping me on track. Then also, this, In, also the second panel seems like <laughs> it, it, it's re- really the best one. Yeah. Uh, so in. In panel one, uh, we got a, a nice tight shot of Garfield. Um, he's looking at the audience and he's pontificating, left forefinger raised, paw finger, and he's thinking what sound what reads like the setup to a dumb joke. He's thinking, "What do you get if you cross a cat and a dog?" I think. I mean, I think you could even say. Conclusively, <laughs> that is the setup to a dumb joke. <laughs> You're almost implying that like something is going to undermine that premise. Yeah, it's a yeah. I mean, that's fair. And this, it feel well. Okay, okay. Get to the. We'll we'll see what happens. This is a pretty. This is a very lazy. This like definitely seems like a copy and paste kind of Garfield strip. Like, so the second panel, the second panel, I do really like. A lot, actually. There's no mm. dialogue. Yeah. Um, Garfield is sitting in the in the left of the frame, just kind of staring blankly at Odie, and Odie yeah. has this like his kind of standard mouth agape, drooling kind of shit-eating grin, uh, tail a wagging, mm-hmm. and just like completely oblivious look, and that's it. It's a great frame, honestly. If the comic was just that frame, and it was like a Sunday strip, and it was really mm-hmm. big, that would be a, 
that would be a real good comic strip. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll let you in on a little secret. That is usually true of panel two. Look really? at tomorrow's panel two. Tomorrow's panel two is really good. Yeah, I think yeah. You, I think that came up before. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like looking ahead. I'm gonna say basically all week, panel two is really, uh, really excellent, and panels <laughs> one and three, kind of, um, kind of a letdown. Just kind of undermine. Yeah. 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 No, panel two would make a great coffee mug, t-shirt, dorm room poster. Um, I mean, it could be hung in the Louvre. Uh, panel three, Odie, I guess disappears. I got the camera pans pans a little bit back to the left and maybe zooms in slightly in Garfield but I feel like Odie should still be in the frame anyway he looks at the audience kind of like he's maybe disappointed and he thinks you get a stupid cat today's yeah. punchline yeah huh yeah not, um, not very strong traditionally at this point we would talk for some time about the Garfield and you know the issue whatever issues it brings up and whatever but I'm just inclined to move on this one is garbage I mean I think that I almost like what's the joke even yeah no that's fair I mean it's 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 dog abuse and I guess Jim Davis gets a lot of mileage out of perpetuating, like, the cat-dog feud. Yeah, Um, which there is some truth to that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the thing... I was always a cat person growing up, um, as you know, based on the fact that we grew up in the same house (laughs) um, as members of a family. And we have our first dog now. I have to say, our dog, George McFly is pretty smart i mean for an animal i i I honestly think that (sighs) i don't know that he's any dumber than any cats we've had intelligence wise i think there's basically like there's probably a rough parody there um yeah different areas of intelligence maybe like yeah dogs are are a little more dopey Mm, they look they kind of give that kind of impression of being like kind of dumb and i think that's kind of what they're playing with but i just don't even like what is like the setup is what do you oh i guess i misread it what do you get when you cross (laughs) when you cross a cat and a dog yeah no i mean i just don't think it even works i think it would be better if the punchline was dogs are stupid (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's like, um, I feel like he's playing off a tradition of racist, like, borscht belt jokes. Like, he might yeah. as well be saying, like, what do you get if you cross a Chinaman with an Italian? You get a, a stupid Chinaman? I, I... Stupid Italian? Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to know. It's I'm hard not to, sure. Uh, like... I don't remember what the stereotypes of those two particular uh, ethnic groups was at that time. I think Italians were swarthy and, um, So you, you know, get a swarthy Chinaman. Scheming. Yeah, a, <laughs> ske- a scheming. It's just, I don't think this is a good Garfield. Yeah, um, I, uh, that is not a good joke. 
All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. Am- I'm pretty satisfied with that. I mean, I feel I'm, like I'm. I'm embarrassed by this first Garfield that I, to have you on. I but. did think it was interesting that you referred to the camera moving, and I don't know oh. if that's something you've adopted as like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. It's just an easy way to talk. I mean, I guess it's an easy way to talk about how the frames are set up, Mm -hmm. and it's just a convention. We've started to talk about how Jim Davis operates his camera. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. To the point we we sometimes disagree about whether or not it's on a dolly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is it panning, or was it a smash cut? Anyway, look. I almost, in this particular case, I mean... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I guess you've, I mean, you've probably talked to death about, like, mm-hmm. literally everything that we could possibly talk about here. God, we so have. <laughs> it's, it's almost, like, it's almost, it just coming at it, like, from someone who doesn't spend a lot of time looking at Garfield, you could uh-huh. interpret it as almost like the middle frame is, like, kind of even a flashback, almost, because, like, the background oh. changes... Hold on. I got a call coming in. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not going to take that. No, it's fine. Take it. it. I don't know who it is, so I don't want to take it. That's fair. It's probably the the Paul Davis campaign trying to get me to volunteer. Uh, Which I kind of fronted like, I guess I should do that. And I I wasn't like fronting like I felt like I should volunteer. (laughs) And then I was like, I really don't want to do any of those things you need people to do. Whereas, it's like, pretty if unpleasant. Just, if they wanted someone to like, just like come in and like sweep the floor, or just like stand around making snide comments. If they need, if they needed that, <laughs> I mean, I would rock that. But I'm I marched in a parade with Laura Kelly. Oh really? I genuinely did. Didn't enjoy it. I do not care for parades. Literally no one does. You know, you think that's true, and then you have to march in a fucking parade, and there are all these assholes lined up on both sides of the street just to watch the parade. Well... I don't get it. I I don't mind going to parades and talking smack. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah, that can be fun. Huh. So you hung with you hung with Laura Kelly? She seemed alright. Yeah, she seems alright. I, I liked I, uh, I liked that dude who used to be the mayor of Wichita. Uh, I've already forgotten his name. I call him Carl Brewer. Brewer. Call her Bruce, Carl Brewer. Brewster Carlson. Look, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the official podcast of 1970. The program by leaving us a review on iTunes. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com? It doesn't suck. Uh, you can also follow the show at Being Jim Davis or follow me at the Chris Thank you for listening, and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.